Time. Yeah. We've been doing a lot. Yeah, so this is series two, episode one. Um, we're not going to call it that on YouTube, but it is going to be known as series two. We had an interesting series one, didn't we? Yeah. Was, yeah, let's start there. What were some of your highlights from series one? What did you like? I love to see how well about what we mm. talk about or like both anything anything, yeah i just love to see how people can relate to some Mm. of the things we were talking about yeah especially because sometimes you know when i'm at work or something like that yeah i look for a good podcast and sometimes it's difficult to find what you're looking for that's right and then we receive some some comments from Mm. people that say that they really needed to hear that so that's really good because you feel like been helpful in a way and Mm. that's all we want to help i was pleasantly surprised um actually because I like I like both elements. I think we've gone down a road where we've done kind of we've tried to do a week in where we talk about things that that we have been through or elements of our relationship or things that we think are important to talk about or just good content. But I think the guest element has been great as well. You know, yeah. talking, bringing people on to talk about areas that they might be, um, yeah, quite equipped in, um, mm-hmm. and that's been really fantastic as well. But I thought that people would be more inclined, I've said this to a few people, um, more inclined to listen to the ones with people because it's people's views and, you know, but actually people have really, and some people have preferred actually the ones like this where it's you and I, yeah, which is really interesting, really Mm -hmm. interesting. But it means that, yeah, there's conversation to be had and people really have used this as an opportunity to stop it and have conversation with themselves Mm -hmm. as couples. Um, and just yeah, just start good, good conversation. Were there any episodes that stood out for you as such? Um, well, okay. I put you on the spot a little bit there. Didn't I? <laughs> you enjoyed talking to Tally. Tally's was good. Six months ago. Tally, but that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is we finished the episode. About, yeah, the Tally one was one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah. Because it talks about um, what forgiveness. Uh, yeah, no, and the, the psychological yeah. aspects of that. To forgive someone. Like that. So don't if you haven't that. seen it, go and have a look because it's yeah, very good. Definitely go and have a look at it. Um, I think I'm just going to try and remind you a little bit of what we watched there. So we talked with, um, we talked with, let's have a look at the list of ones that we did. So we started off with, uh, we started off with like an intro one with McCawson. We started up talking about the adult conversation. I can't offhand remember what we talked about there. About growing up and how difficult that is. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the power of adoption with Rush. Mm, That was was incredible. I love that one. Finding the right person to sharing our experiences of that, whether that exists and and how do we find that. Um, You talked about the the loss of your dad with with Lewis and, and Jess in Spanish, which was brilliant. Leaving the past behind. We talked about uh, the power of the tongue with Zaire. Um, Only God can judge me and judgment. And we spoke mm. about our experiences of that, which was really good. El Perdón with Tali and Chola, which was really, again, yeah, really interesting. And that's been a lot of pe- you know, people were really engaged with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had George on, uh, George Cruz on. We talked about the uprising of the Christian man, which was about money, which was an interesting one. Um, People controversial, controversial, yeah, yeah maybe, <laughs> maybe a little bit for some people, but yeah, just a good. We talked to a Christian, uh, Olympian champion, Christian Taylor. Um, he was great, brought a lot of insight into being at the top of his sport, just fantastic. 
build your house, the foundations that people live from. I'm just quickly doing an overview. We had uh, Azazi Origidi, um, the Celtic player who's since gone to play for another club, but he's still and he's on loan. Nation's expectations. Healing through pain. Yeah. With Karen and Brandon. That was incredible. Wasn't happiness. It? Yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorites also. Definitely. It's really, really powerful to hear their testimony about yeah. this. If you have time, go and have a look. Definitely. And it's um, in both languages, so no excuses. Yeah, exactly. Um she happiness with the end goal. Yeah. And defending in faith. Yeah, with Jason McCarthy. That was another brilliant one. He gave us a lot of insight into that. So that was fantastic. So, and we had a few months off in between, didn't we? Yeah. It wasn't intended to be this long. But yeah. because of COVID, we haven't been to Guatemala. And then we went to Guatemala. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we just decided to have some family time That's right. with yeah. my family. Then yeah. my family came here to England. Yes. And then I've been like family, family all this family, time. Family, family. Yeah. It's been family, family time. And we've we've enjoyed it i've started a new job in january so that we were getting to terms with with that yeah. um and what else has happened is there anything else i think both happened? both have been having like family events where we needed yeah. to be closer to our families yeah that's true so we disconnect a little bit from social media and podcasts and everything i even from the shop <laughs> yeah i'm having yeah. a new collection next week great so, yeah, that's what we've been doing. That's mm -hmm. why we've been a bit away from everything. That's it. It's but been nice. Back. And we also wanted to make sure that if we restarted and got it going again, we wanted to do it properly. Yeah. So we feel like we're in a good position to do that. And we've got some good people lined up. We've been having those conversations and kick-starting. We haven't got the full thing sorted. But it's just the fun of going, oh, this person could talk about this and this person, yeah. you know, and reaching out and, yeah, having good conversations mm -hmm. it's just the best thing so today shall i get in and talk about what we're going to be talking about today affiliation separation so what we're going to be talking about is the idea first of all that we're affiliated to something whether that be a group relationships um a company whatever that may be and the idea of the main idea is how uh, the idea of separating away from that affiliation. So we're affiliated to these people. When is it right to come away from these people? When is it right to to stay with these people? Um, yeah. So I guess what is, you know, what is affiliation? First of all, get started, you know, on, because I think that's important. And, and that affiliation looks different for everybody else. Mm -hmm. I gave it an example when I was explaining it and talking about what my kind of vision behind it was, was, Nanny has a the business making um, dogs clothes bandanas and such. And she had when she started it, um, she had about how many models would you have had at one time? Like fifteen. Yeah, ten. Ten. No, or 15. no, no, ten probably. Ten. Yeah, ten to fifteen, definitely, of people that she would send the products out to free, um, and then they would just post about about it. So they obviously their win is they get a, a product um, and the promotion from from Thea's Instagram page. Um, and then you would get the win of having different photos and be able to access their followers. So they are affiliated with you. So that's a kind of a, an affiliation from a business perspective. But also as friends, like we're affiliated to a certain group. We might be, we might be, you know, our school uniforms when we were at school meant that we were affiliated with a certain school. Being affiliation is all about being a part of, of something, uh, being a part of something. And today we're going to specialise at that kind of separation aspect. When is it right to separate? Now, we're not going to cover all areas because it's very complicated. We might realise as we get into it that there are more things that we can talk about in different things but when is it right to come away from an affiliation is that is that all right yeah that sounds absolutely brilliant there's one affiliation that i want to talk about and that is the mason greenwood situation so it's just a quick one here's an example of a controversial affiliation where the man united footballer um there are allegations that's a fair way to put it or allegations of just inappropriate behaviour with his girlfriend, like of, of kind of the rape extent. Um, very extreme, extreme situation. Yeah, I mean, there was a voice recording and it didn't sound in his favour whatsoever. So everybody's basically taking the judgment that he was, he's, he's guilty of that. And at the moment, he's still a Man United player, 
Like he's still on the websites and everything, but he's not playing with Man United anymore. So that's an affiliation. And the reason we kind of think about that is because Man United are obviously, he is a part of Man United and Man United are affiliated to him because Mason Greenwood in himself is a brand. Mm -hmm. And so like it gets a really, really complicated for Man United because, of course, Man United haven't done anything wrong to Mason Greenwood, but Mason Greenwood has done something that potentially can affect the reputation of Man United, which is a pretty scary thing, you know, to think. And at the moment, they're trying to go through these court, you know, it's going to court and trying to find out what, what will happen of that. But that's just an example of an affiliation that may separate off the fact that if someone gets caught found guilty of something, you know, there's going to be an, a, a separate, there potentially will be a separation mm. of, mm. of affiliation. Have you got any, have you got any ex experience or any kind of thing that you think of when I say kind of affiliation or to be part of something that makes you, comes to mind straight away? Not really, like straight away. Mm -hmm. I have to think about okay. it. So I'm going to throw the idea of church affiliation to you. Where, when I say kind of church affiliation and separation from churches because we don't want to be affiliated with certain churches or something like that, where does that go for you? You know, where do you what do you think of? Yeah, I haven't really had no experience about that, but mm. I guess if, if for example, let's not just, let's not say like about churches or, okay. but if you see or like a church like doesn't have the ideas or the beliefs or the yeah. basis that you believe in yeah but you'll try to just separate from that because they're yeah. going to try to put something that is not correct or... yeah yeah and there's a point where you go okay on one to one extent like every church there's no perfect thing as church mm -hmm. but there's one extent of yeah as you've as you've rightly said there's this element of going actually i don't want to be I don't want the wrong teaching either. Yeah. So where do you draw the line? And that, that's ex exactly what we want to talk about today in our kind of, um, in our relationships um, with mm. the first, th one of the first things that came to mind when it came to affiliation is my friend, like my friendships. Like yeah. when you talk about the kind of the culture that we're from, we're from very different cultures, right? And would you say that you grew up in a in, in a circle of non-Christians and Christians, or would you say that that was majority Christians or majority non-Christians? How no, was yours? The majority non-Christians until okay. I was like 22, 21. Okay. I started getting involved with more Christian friends. Okay. But before that, it was non-Christians. Yeah. And how was that for you, like growing up in that environment? How did you find the idea that you were surrounded by the majority of non-Christians when you're a Christian trying to say yourself you want to be surrounded in in with good with good people that have got good kind of biblical teachings for your life because you want to be led the right way how do you find being around people that aren't yeah I find it I feel like I grew up in a school that they were all very respectful mm. of everyone's values mm. they were all very respectful and I'm sure if one of my friends from school all right here in this podcast i'm yeah. sure they're gonna say the same like yeah. we were very close we were like a family so we all respect each other's but i had to be very careful in non not feeling like the pressure of doing things that were against my values and beliefs exactly that's that's good and i guess the idea is where does it get to a point where you say mm, like what do you do when that pressure becomes too high like, especially at school, because you can't really go anywhere. No. What's like, for example, mm. uh, I remember in Guatemala, we have this this tradition. When when a girl turns 15, mm. they do a big party in the 15s. It's like the Sweet 16 in America. Mm -hmm. And it's the 15th biggest party. You know, mm. it's like a wedding party. Mm -hmm. It is. I've been to one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so everyone, like, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, and... They were starting to drink a little bit, not yeah. too much, because as I said, in my school, they were have like good values and things like that. Mm -hmm. But after like 
10 o'clock or something like that, I knew it was time to leave. <laughs> mm. Because even though I, it was fine and fun being with my friends, mm. after that time, they could start drinking or smoking and all of these things that if I still there, it was going to be difficult to know. Mm. It was going to be difficult to say no. So I prefer to put myself away from that instead mm. of walking on the edge of, oh, am I, am I not, you know? Mm -hmm. Why do you think most people don't do that? Like I was saying, why do you think most people get caught up in the idea of I'm going to stay, I'm going to do whatever I need to do? Right? I feel accepted, to feel mm. accepted. Yeah. Even And that applies not only for friendships, that also applies for like jobs. Sometimes mm. people hate their jobs, but they just like that social status that mm. that job gave them. Yeah. Give them. Yeah. I had that when mm. I was working for Coca-Cola. It's a big company, but it's very difficult mm. very very difficult and i also have friends that might hear this and we, we were together when i was there and it was so difficult but i didn't want it to leave my job only because it has it had a an status you know only because i feel oh i work in a very good company and i'm only 22 23 mm. i'm going to be very successful in life oh look at me i'm being mm. successful you know i was probably not saying it out loud but mm. deep inside when you're young, you just want to be successful. You just want to feel that people around you think that you're doing great in life. Yeah. And I didn't want it. I, I was so ill. I I was very, very ill to the point that I was sleeping three hours to four hours a day for like two years and a half because I was studying. I was in the university at the same time and then working there. I started working at five in the morning because I was working for New York and Washington. So they are two hours ahead. Five in the morning till five in the afternoon. 12 hour shifts. Difficult, horrible, but I wanted to be there only to have that social status. Mm. And it's really sad. But now that I am old, I accepted. <laughs> mm -hmm. At the time I didn't I didn't know what was happening. No. That happened in relationships too. Mm. Sometimes girls are in very, very abusive relationships. Wow. They know that the men are not respecting them. Mm. They disrespect them over and over again, but they don't lead them because they feel loved, they feel accepted. Well, it's a it's it, it might be not the greatest place of belonging, but it's still a place of belonging, isn't it? Yeah. Like if they go out into the big world. They've got even less of a place of belonging. So that mm -hmm. place of belonging is, is you know, might be a two out of ten if it was, you know, in an ideal situation. But the world on its own in the cold and the rain is a, is a zero. You know, mm -hmm. that's not very good at all. Um, and actually, it might be that you need to take a zero in order to get to a, <laughs> a six, seven for things to get better ultimately. Yes. So sometimes it is right to, to leave that sort of situation. I've always been a bit of a chameleon, you know. And I'm, what I mean by that is I've always been very good at changing myself according to the circumstances I'm in. Mm. So if I'm in, and I've always been able to change it, I guess that's why I'm in a kind of a sales role, not a sales role, but I've always been good at sales or good at convincing. I've got the woo characteristics where it's about encouraging people and encouraging people to do things and getting alongside people. But that has been something that I haven't used or haven't always used for good, far mm. from it, leading people to do the wrong things. And that's been something I've learned is like, actually, I was the, the actual winning others over is is a is a great characteristic, but it is to be used well. Mm. And I think when I went uh, to America and I was there for the first couple of weeks, I went on kind of a YWAM base where everybody was Christian. Everybody was Christian and God came into everything. And it was weird. Like, as in, it was weird for me because I didn't come from a culture where God came into everything. I came mm -hmm. I came from a culture where God was in church. God wasn't in a football match. God mm -hmm. wasn't in, you know, dinners. God just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He wasn't at the table with us having dinner. He wasn't at these other things. Okay, you know, you pray about stuff, but like it didn't come into your conversations. It was weird for me because I was I was suddenly challenged with this idea that actually I'm, I'm talking about, you know, you sing a song in church and it's all about putting God 
at the center and and putting god and bringing god into everything you're doing and making god your everything then why would it be weird to go into an environment where god's in everything like that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. but yeah i found it weird because the reality was i was singing about god being my everything in church just as a kind of matter of course this is what we do but it wasn't my my everything mm-hmm. And I think what I began to realise is that I was seeking approval wherever I went for, and I would just adapt and grow in order to seek approval. So I mm. think that's a big thing. Um, I think that's a really big thing when it comes to our affiliation. We could become affiliated to things with things because it kind of, and we allow it to define us, don't we? Mm-hmm. And that's a really deep thought, as in like, you know, it made me think, right, what elements of my life do I need to bring God into? Where does God need to go with me? Where do I need to be defined by God mm. rather than be defined by the world and the people around me? And mm. I think that was a major, that was a major, and that's still something I struggle with actively. Now it's like you just, and it's, and it's from a good place, like you want to be liked, you want to be approved of, but you don't want to be approved of if it compromises who God says you are. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we talk about, actually, there are good places to be able to leave in circumstances. Yeah, and it's okay to Mm -hmm. leave. Like, Mm -hmm. I always thought, well, I'm not going to stop talking to these people because that's rude and Mm -hmm. I don't want to be rude. I don't want it to feel that I'm rejecting them. And also the Bible says that you need to love everyone. And yes, like the Bible said that we need to love everyone, but loving everyone doesn't mean that you have to be with them all the time. You have to learn to put boundaries and learn to say no and learn to say Mm. no. Don't be a people like pleasing people all Mm. the time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because otherwise that will only consume your mind, your personality, your goals, your desires, like literally everything. And that's how people end up very frustrated in life because they have been trying to please everyone else without thinking what is good for them. So I'm not saying let's be selfish, but there is a side of us that also need to think about us because we are the temple of God. Mm -hmm. And as a temple of God, we need to look after it. The same way we look after our physical body, we need to look after our mental health and Mm -hmm. our soul and mind and everything, Mm -hmm. spirit that's the thing but you what we do is we allow sometimes we allow that love to be acceptant to be accepted or that love even for other people to go above our love for god and that's the thing Mm -hmm. is there's really an order to this stuff there's really a priority and that priority should be that we're seeking god and loving god first and then we love people but then we don't allow that second one to become first um because it's there on purpose it's there to go your authority comes and your definition of who you are comes from from christ and then that allows you then to love others but i think it's absolutely right i've got i had some friends um a while ago that i had known for many years and i always when i became a christian i was like i was such a passionate evangelist i was like i've got to i've got to use my communication gift and tell them and i'm in their life so i can share my faith with them and that was great i mean the the intentions were there like i was all for it and i was like i've got to do life with these people Mm -hmm. and i've got to and it came to a point where i knew that it was it basically became obvious quickly that what i although i had the best intentions it was going to be really difficult because I was going to also be thrown into situations that were going to be difficult for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that I'm not just accepting Jesus and it's like perfect. It's all good for you. In fact, the Christian understanding is that Jesus comes and starts a process where he brings kingdom. But that isn't fully brought. Mm-hmm. It isn't fully. It started, but it's not fully brought. And it doesn't get fully brought until Jesus returns so there's this kind of process where, yes, we're shown kingdom, we're shown how to live through Jesus. But actually, there's a fly flying around. Um, but actually, that's yet to be because we and we still live in a world that's full of sin, temptation. So we're not 
um, exempt from that because we accept Jesus as truth and Lord and Saviour, mm-hmm. we're still acknowledging the fact that although we are born again and new, you know, and, and refreshed to the, and being transformed to the likeness of Christ, that actually we're still in a world where we still need to be stewards of what we do, mm-hmm. who we spend time with, what we say, everything, mm-hmm. you know, that Christ comes into our, our everything. And I guess it took a moment actually, like I, I knew it was difficult and I kind of had been questioning are these people that I really need to hang around with? Like, I love these people. Like, I want them to do well and I want them to... But am I that person? Like, that was the difficult thing is because I had thought if they don't... If I don't tell them, who will? And there is a certain truth to that. Mm-hmm. But if I don't explain to them who Christ is, then they won't know. And and as I say, there's an element of truth to that. But at the same time... What I'm doing is I'm downplaying God's role and I'm, up, I'm making it all about me. Mm. Like I'm saying that actually it's my responsibility for their salvation and it's not. Mm-hmm. Like I can do a lot, but I think God also honours the fact that I would come to to God before God and go, actually, it's as as much as I love these people, actually it's more of a damage on my relationship with you mm. than then it will be like there will be no fruit from this like I won't I won't be able to bring these people you know and let them know about my faith in this situation anyway so it was really tough and actually we had a we had a bit of a fallout there was a bit of a fallout and that was the sign really for me that was a big confirmation that I was like I these people aren't right for me right now these people aren't right for me anymore and that was it and so that gave me that kind of opportunity. It was a blessing. It was it was God going, I've been speaking to you for a while on this. These people aren't living the lifestyle you want to live anymore. You were living like that. This isn't mm-hmm. what you said no to, you know, when you accepted me. No. And so I was like, flip, okay. And it was the best thing I ever did. Honestly, I don't want to be dragged down to the places that are going, the things that that those guys are doing go and do it that's great go and do it but I'm not with you mm-hmm. you know and so it took me that moment to realize that actually one yeah it's not in my strength it's in God's no. and and two yeah it's like se- separate yourself when the time's needed I did give it a fair go I did I did I did and there were some great conversations that came out of that but in general I was fighting a losing battle mm-hmm. and I had to separate myself from it it was really tough no, that's really good. And that's really powerful because I've seen it change. I don't know if I can share yeah, this yeah, with yeah. you. <laughs> but I've seen the change in store after he took that step mm. away from them. Not in a bad way, you know, not in a way of like, oh, don't don't talk to people that is non Christian. That's absolutely not what we're saying. But what we're saying is there's a point where you can tell people about Jesus mm. and then think about are this group of people are mm. these is this person really bringing something to my life and if not you can have them but just like a you know not not too close to you you can have them as a yeah you, we are friends but we are not gonna be meeting each other all the time you know mm. you're not gonna be influenced by the other person or going for advice for that person mm. And he reminds me of this verse that I want to read to you. Yeah, go ahead. And then talk about something. Hit here. us with the bars, though. You read it and then I'll talk Come about on. It. It's Proverbs 13, 20, and it says, Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. And that is so true. So true, because if you walk, I remember... Um, I don't know how to translate it to English, but I'm going to try. <laughs> there is like my mom and my grandma used to mm-hmm. always say, if like, mi abuela y mi mamá el que anda en la miel, algo se le pega. Whoever's mm-hmm. go walk around honey, something is going to stick to them. Yeah. Entonces, so, um, like that's true. If you see, like I read once a quote that says, "You become like the five closest people you have around you." You are what you eat, and that is so true. So yeah. true. You become yeah. really like that, mm. and it's not. It doesn't only apply for 
for friendships. It's also mm. applying for relationships. Like I hear a lot of girls that said, well, the problem is if I'm not with this person, then how is this person going to know about God? And they feel that is their job, as Stuart was saying, the salvation of this guy. And the only one that can convince someone's heart is God. Mm. It's the Holy Spirit. So, like our job is to love. Yeah. Love doesn't mean you have to be with them every single day. Mm. Love is knowing when something also is harmful for you mm. and like walk away from that. Yeah. As he says in here, I'm just going to put it again. He says, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. And that's true. As hard as it sounds, as difficult and as cruel mm. as it sounds, mm. it's true. Like, if we decide that we're not going to change the circle of friends or the people that are damaging us, mm. it's not It's not very... It's the same that when we were talking with Tali. Tali is very, very clever and really good psychologist. 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 Mm -hmm. And she was mentioning, like, forgiving someone doesn't mean that you have to live with that person hugging and, yeah. well, because I forgive you, we have to be together all the time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that. So... Loving someone also doesn't mean that you have to be all the time. Mm. Loving someone is putting boundaries and saying, okay, I'm going to be here for you, but am I learning something from this person? Mm. Is this person having a positive effect in my life? Mm. Is this friendship really adding in my life? Mm. Or is this person dragging me down? Like, is this person taking all my energy? Is this person that always tells me all their problems and then you try to help them and then they do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it's like if the person is not hearing you, you can be there for them. You can love them, but you're not going to be like investing all your energy and have it as a, you know, because I feel like sometimes it's just draining you. It's difficult because it's a case, it's really a case by case situation. Yeah, so there's there's knowing, yeah, there's knowing, okay, when do we plug into something? When do we plug away from something? But it's, I guess what we're trying to say is that it's not, I guess, from, especially from a Christian perspective, it's not always a bad thing to separate yourself from something else. Yeah. You know, if, yeah, I think that's, that's, I guess that's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. When and how you do that is totally, you know, is totally dependent on the situation mm -hmm. there is time where you feel like you might want to come away from something and you shouldn't you should stay there mm -hmm. absolutely you know we look at things like marriage or relationships which are so easy to just walk away from oh well it doesn't it doesn't bring value to my life and it doesn't add this and it doesn't add that and actually that's like especially with marriage that commitment is something we should really be looking to to work at to work mm -hmm. together with and pursue at Again, not all of the time, but the majority of the time should be what we're working through will only make us stronger if we work through it rather than give up. Giving up doesn't add discipline to anything, but it should be working through things. Some Christians may disagree with me and say, we need to work through everything. No. Uh, we don't really stand on that point. But what, what it is saying is we would say where we can absolutely work mm -hmm. on it. When it's really, really difficult, work on it, work on it, work on mm -hmm. it, push through it and do that there is a place for staying but also there is a place for leaving there is a place mm -hmm. for getting up and going this isn't enough this isn't um sorry this isn't the right place for me yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna continue to be here especially if like there are cases where i've heard a lot of christians and i know this could be a little bit some people will disagree a lot on this mm. but i just want to say this mm. Um, some Christians say, well, no, as a woman, you have to stay with your husband and you have to forgive everything and you have to stay no matter what happened. And yeah, just forgive him all mm. the time. And that's not really what God thinks for us, I think, in my opinion. Like God wouldn't like us to be suffering, ah, you know, one after another after another. Mm. So in our point of view is like, if you're in a toxic relationship, if you were in a relationship where you are having fights every day um you know like verbal abuse like psychologically abuse like physical abuse and all of these things are happening then work together on those things like mm -hmm. don't give up like mm -hmm. oh this person insult me so i'm walking away from this relationship that's not what we're saying all we're saying is if it's difficult 
work together on it. Mm. If the other person is not willing to work at all, if the other person is like, we always recommend counseling, it is amazing. Mm. And it helps you to deal with things like in a deeper level. Mm. But if you cannot, or if one of you is not willing to change, or is not willing to accept their mistakes, or is not willing to accept, yes, I failed on that over and over again, then it's time to consider and to ask God, of course, for guidance. Mm. But it's time to think about if that person will ever change, if it's willing to change. If the change is important enough as well. Like, is it something that you need to look at? Do you know what I mean? If someone's, yeah. If, if it's, yeah, if it's like, you know, really extreme, then yes. But yeah. is it something that we go, oh, you know, because we're talking about, we're not just talking about big things, could talk about small things, right? Yeah. It could be that that person's always going to be that way. How do we adjust to that around that thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Knowing it's all because it's not as black and white as yeah. those situations. Oh, no, 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 yes. Mm. Sorry, I'm not saying like, for example, oh, this person, you know, simple things that you can adjust. Yeah, yeah. There are some things like you can adjust. So, for example, Stuart can give an example of me and I'll give an example of you. Okay, uh, my example would be putting stuff away in the kitchen. <laughs> That's not real or anything. I'm just, being, I'm just just an example. I just plucked it out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, that you cannot. That is something that annoys you, but it's something that you can adjust to. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna right. We're not saying flipping, grab the grab your solicitor, sack sack them off, leave them, <laughs> finish with it, end the relationship because yeah. you can't put the spatula away. You know what no. I mean? And mine is like I don't even have a spatula. Um, like we have a basket of of clothes and store yeah. always. But I thought it was a store, but apparently most men do the same. <laughs> so uh, that gives me hope a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But there's a basket, a Come very on. nice basket for him to put his clothes. Put your hand up where you are if you're listening to this. And then, that's me. That is me. <laughs> and then I said, store, please. Like, it's literally one centimeter away from the, centimeter from away. the box. Just put it in the box. <laughs> and I always find all the clothes, like, literally yeah. next to the box. Yeah, that's where they go. So it's something that that annoyed me so much before, but it's something that I can adjust. You know, it is annoying, but yeah. really I can live with it and I can adjust to this and I can, yeah. you know, we can work together. Sometimes he's like, oh yeah, he put it in the basket. Sometimes he forgets. So have a bit of grace on that. But on the other side are things that are not acceptable. You mm. know, like for example, physical abuse. Yeah, That is awesome. not acceptable in any level, like any level. If something like that happens, mm. You just can't. Go on. Sorry, I'm just... Okay. Well, I just believe there's redemption in a lot of this stuff. No, but I don't feel there's redemption on physical abuse at all. Yeah. At all. Because that is... You just... You just went, like, above that boundary of respect. mm, And then when that is broken, respect is broken. It's nothing more than relationship. We've come to the moment in the show where... (laughs) We've, we just differ on a little bit of this thing, but <laughs> We differ on it because of our own different personal experiences. But yeah. basically, you're, what you're saying is, and agree with me or disagree with me, that if people are in physically damaging relationships, they should get out of there. Yes. Now, as soon as possible. I, I agree with you to an extent. But again, if that person's done it and is willing to go, actually, I've done this and I'm willing to, to seek the right help and work through that, then I believe redemption is available in every situation if um, both people are ready to work on it i don't know i'll just so, a little bit that's on okay that. that's okay we this can do is that. a good but, thing about yeah. podcasts that we all have different opinions yes. yeah <laughs> yeah i think like yeah. there isn't like because really if you really love someone you're not gonna go you just aren't gonna cross that you know think, if you mm. for example you really respect a queen the queen of England. Semi, semi-respect. Elizabeth. How do you call it me? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. So Elizabeth. you really respect her. Like if you really respect someone, you're some not going to go and she annoys you and she's only bang on the face because there's a respect on that. Of course. So, yeah, but what we're trying to say with this is like... Put some respect si- on her name. There are situations where yeah. you, ha- you are allowed to walk away from relationships, even in a marriage. I know that some people would disagree with this. I'm not saying walk away straight away. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is go to counseling together. Work on everything. Don't take the first easy way out. Don't do it. Work really hard to restore marriage because every marriage can be restored. We all have issues. 
facts. Like we've been through a lot with Stuart and we've been to counseling, we've been to everything and we learn and we're growing. Yeah. You know, so there we like there it there are different ways to to change and to do something about it. But you are allowed to also put a boundary and said, Yeah, you can walk away from that relationship mm. because it's something that is affecting your mental health or physical abuse or over and over again like yeah. like infidelity and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's also another example of relationship that you need definitely. to walk away. Definitely, definitely. In uh First Corinthians Corinthians it tells us that bad company corrupts good character. Um and it says that don't be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can can light have with darkness i guess just from a more spiritual aspect is looking at you know what real damage can be done um and actually what can what light can come out of darkness really and the the truth is not much we know that from Mm -hmm. a you can go down a scientific line you can go down a spiritual line not much comes yeah. from it. In fact, that's Corinthians, obviously written by Paul. Uh, the letters, um, the letters back to to Corinth. It's really, it's really interesting because if you look into that kind of, he's writing the letter back to the people of Corinth, the church that he set up. He he goes to Corinth, traveling and, and to let them know about Jesus, and he spends about a year and a half in Corinth before leaving again and then he hears that things aren't going the way that he intended them to go and certain things are happening and, and addresses them in the letters with certain on certain situations one of them being kind of unity um they're kind of aligning themselves to certain leaders certain leaders that are all saying the same message um you know paul some of them will follow jesus some of them paul some of them in, in different leaders so unity is a factor but also sexual immoral behavior is an issue but what's interesting is that actually in corinth it's corinth's known like forget the church for a second the whole city is known as a place that's that they even basically have idols for sex like there's prostitutes in temples in corinth mm-hmm. it's an element of the culture mm-hmm. that they're in so he comes and sets up a church right but he sets up a church and he tells people about jesus and they begin you know this this journey of, of following jesus and they're very young christians mm. but they almost their actions don't weigh up because the action they don't see it to be wrong because their culture is all about Oh, having you know having sex with this person sex with this person and going to the temples and having sex with prostitutes that's different for them than their faith in jesus they believe that they can have a faith in jesus as well as do all of these things but it's ultimately it's because the culture that they're in affects the character of, of who they are and, and this is going to happen everywhere that actually the culture that a church is in, a culture that a group of people, a group of Christians are in, is going to have an effect on the Christians. But we also have an active decision on how much we would like that to be. So so I think for some for some issues, yes, it's going into a case, but it's being aware that if you're in a culture like that, how much do you have to cut yourself off from that? How much is it right to get involved in a, in a culture like that? You know, how do we, how do, where is right to go out and do that some people we talk about you know going on a night out and actually the night out element is wrong but if you know that the later it gets the worse it gets for you it's about mm-hmm. cutting that off it's about actually separating yourself from the from this kind of um alignment that you've got with the group that you're in right it's about saying actually yeah like i need to end this now or if it's drinking for example it's about saying okay i like a drink a drink but then I need to leave because things get dangerous for me. And are you willing and prepared to, and this is why people aren't, is because they're often led, led by others mm-hmm. rather than taking the initiative themselves to say, actually, I'm going to step up and, and, and do this. And I think God honours that. And I think there's something that's taught in the discipline of doing that to go, actually, 
like me obviously separating from a friend's great it was kind of it was kind of a forced issue but i also believe i could have worked on that relationship those relationships made it better and it would have been all right again but i would have still been in the same situation with the same mm-hmm. issues of going to the wrong places being with the wrong people hearing the wrong things mm-hmm. getting caught up in the gossip culture um and that wasn't good for me and actually i moved i had moved areas which helped massively mm-hmm. i was away from that kind of culture and that's been a huge blessing for me really and i'm able mm-hmm. to create in a different area the environment i would like to have and that's been yeah actually i'm not afraid to say that's been a majority christian culture um because that's what i feel like honors god the most but also mm-hmm. actually yeah we, i've got non-christian friends but it equips me better with non-christian friends mm-hmm. you know so i think that's been a positive a positive step for me mm-hmm. you know yeah. Me as an individual, I think everybody else, but but that's it, isn't it? It's about going right as an individual, or if you listen to this as a couple, because we know various couples do that. It's about going actually as a couple. Where are we best giving? Where are we best fed? Yeah, and weighing up what takes priority in certain times. We go to some things just to give, but we go to other yeah. things just to be fed, and so it's it's like. Like, where is that? Mm-hmm. Talk that out with each other. If you're listening to this now in a car journey, because I know some people do that, long car journeys, stop this now and ask yourselves the question, is there or are there places, do you feel like every place that you go to as a couple are good for you? Are these good places to go to? Are they good communities to be in? Mm-hmm. And talk also about if, you know, as individuals, in a loving, in a loving way, of course, Maybe talk about the fact that you might feel that you're the half. I think it's loving to talk about that fact that actually that group of people aren't so good for another. You know, obviously, don't let the conversation get too heated but or heated at all if you can avoid it. But I think it's good to be like, actually, these group, in my opinion, are the best for you. And I see a difference in mm-hmm. and that's what that's what Nanny's saying is actually for a, for a long time, I was a different person. And actually, if I had just accepted myself for being me, I was able to make bolder decisions. And we talked about that and we got mm-hmm. we got over that and carried on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is the year, like, bad companies ruins good morals. You read this one now. Yeah, yeah. But so if bad companies, company ruins good morals, the opposite is if you have good companies, it will build. Yeah. your good morals yeah. you know it will build your morals it will build like something good on you yeah. so we have to be very careful in who we choose to have close to us yeah we that we're not saying be exclusive and don't talk to anyone you know and mm. no because we 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 both store and on we both love people we love getting to know everyone we love being there for everyone but mainly we're talking about like just friendships, relationships, yeah. jobs, and everything that are toxic and are consuming your yeah. life in a way. Do you mm. know, if you feel drained after something, then think about it. Why are you feeling drained? Is it for the good reasons or not? Or do you know? Mm. And then reconsider if it's good for you or not to have those friends. Yeah. There's that a f- relationship. Or yeah. That job. There's a phrase that says, Show me your friends and I'll, sh- and I'll show you your future. Whoa, my and what if I don't have friends? <laughs> I don't have <laughs> future. future. <laughs> um, but it's about, it, it's, it's, it's basically about saying, like, if you're around people that, that pull you back, you'll be pulled back in, mm. in the future. You know, if you're around people that want to bring you forward and grow, you will grow. And I know that's such a common thing to say. It's such a, oh, well, of course. Cool. But, like, you like apply it like try and do your best to apply it and go is that good for me is that not good for me yeah and you know learn from it it's not it's not bad to go through a situation like that uh as long as you're coming away from it going what did i learn in that situation how Mm -hmm. do i avoid or how do i learn the most from this for the future yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so anything else you wanted to cover in today's first episode back yeah we miss you friends if you're listening. 
Te extraño, Guatemala. Vamos, Brasil. Yeah. Uh, I think mm. it's very important to that. Yeah. And you will see the change. You will see who are your real friends, who are the... Mm. You, with this, you will identify mm. that some friends, some people, they call you friends, but they yeah. just want something from you. And it's okay. Like, we... You can give them love, you know, you can give what you have. Mm. But just remember that some relationships are to give, some others are to keep close and to learn from them. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's good. All right. See. Should we call it. Yeah. Brilliant, guys. It's, it was, it's been really nice to talk <laughs> to you again, even though we can't see you. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been absolutely lovely to be back. Yeah. Guys, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, hit the like button. It helps mm. us more than you know. Um, and subscribe on the platforms that you are listening to this in podcast form. Let's, and let us know mm, the comments. Yeah. If you think that there's something that we can, if you disagree on something, yeah. let us know in the comments. Yeah. We'd like to hear us view. talk about. Yeah. And share our views on things. Yeah. Non-Christian, Christian, we'll share what we're at. It doesn't matter where you come at this yeah. from, Just but we will definitely know. share our views. And if we need this. to change, like we need to improve on something, you yeah. know, we are never coming here to say like, oh, we know everything about life. Absolutely point. not. That's not. The point. We are learning all the time, and the more I feel like, the more I grow up, the more that I feel like I haven't, mm. that I don't know anything. You know, the more I need to learn about everything. I'm going to add one more thing: is that actually we don't um, bring people on this podcast because these people are perfect examples of what we believe in. Does that make sense? Like we love people but we know that people make mistakes and people believe different to us so yeah. it's not a place where we aim to bombard people with facts and this is how you should live your life what we're doing is creating a place that we can talk about different ways of living and actually mm -hmm. that are kind of focused around um they are it is primarily christian content but it's understanding that actually we've got different views on things. And as I grow up and I mature, I realise that it's not life isn't as black and white as, mm -hmm. as I once thought it was. Um, and it's just interesting to hear people's different perspectives on things. So I've kind of battled with this idea of like you condone a certain belief because you're having it on your platform. Mm, this isn't really the place for us to go. This is the be all and end all. And there will be things that people say on the podcast that maybe guests that we've got that, that we don't agree with, but we want to create a safe place where we can talk about it. Isn't that life, right? We disagree with people. Um, we agree people, but we're all humans and we make mistakes and come at it from different perspectives. Guys, Thanks for today. It's been absolutely fantastic. It's been lovely. Hope to see you soon. Bless you guys. Take care.